Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 79 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. This will be our last podcast in the month of May. Can you believe it's going to be June next week, Jerry? Can you believe it? I'm very pleased. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm quasi-happy, but i got to say, I'm going to be pretty fucking pissed when the calendar turns to June and my favorite team is not playing, and that's where we're at. All I can say is at least the Penguins aren't playing either. <laughs> Shit. You know, I'm tired of taking solace in the fact that our rivals also aren't playing. I like to fucking play this time of the year. This pisses me off. Three, uh, three years in a row, first-round exits. God damn it. Since the cup. Well, I will, I will give you some stats here in a little bit, and we are Wings, Beers, and Tears. Give us a follow. Uh, give us a, uh, a review, if you will. Apple, iTunes, Google, play wherever you download your favorite podcasts. We hope that we're a part of your library. Well, let's just get down to it. We're going we're gonna to talk a little bit of NBA because there's actually uh, some, some controversy based on the Wizards game last night, however laughable that is. Um, the fucking Nats aren't very good. The Orioles can't win a game. Well, the Nats can't hit. The Orioles can't pitch. And between the two of them, they can't really win. Right. So that's going to be fun. So really, we're headed into a stretch here of the summertime where we would normally be hitching our wagons to a playoff run, a la the Caps. And instead, we've got boring baseball teams that aren't great. We've got an NBA team that's about to bow out of the playoffs. And basically all we've got is free agency to look forward to in hockey. We've got uh, training camp shit coming up in July in the NFL. Um, And basically looking forward to the fall where hopefully it's 100% capacity, normal stadiums, and our favorite college football teams playing. So until then, it's going to be kind of a trudge here. Um, the doldrums of the summer have already set in, and we're not even at Memorial Day is really the reality, the situation for DMV sports. All right, so let's get into it. So the Caps bowed out uh, in fairly weak fashion, and I'll be honest, after Game 4 loss, uh, I didn't think we were going to have a fighting chance in Game 5. No. I, just, I just didn't have a good feeling. No, I mean, you know, really the series turned in Game 2, yeah. and you had the late lead with three minutes left, and you couldn't hold it. 100%. Marchand gets it, yep. gets that, and then... Since then, it was, you know, the, the another overtime loss. And then the game, when I watched in Nashville, which ruined my Friday, I think it was game four. <laughs> Dude, you were up late that night. You were texting late as shit, uh, man. Oh, I, I was drunk texting. and I, I'm sure I, you were. Thank you for the birthday wishes. Yeah. It was very clean. That's, it was very that, good. That's the only thing that I did that wasn't just out of pure anger. <laughs> you know? But that was, the, that was the one where you could just, I think they just gave up. You know, and that, that's a too strong of a word. No, no, probably, no, but I know what you mean. So they lost their composure yeah, and they could, lost the belief. I, I, I agree. Like, if the, you know, it's funny. Last week when we did our podcast, it was just after game one. And the Caps were up one nothing, and we made the statement, maybe they're the better team. Well, clearly they weren't. And look, injuries are not excuses in sports, but they are reality. And when I use injuries, I mean missed games. So whether it's self-inflicted, whether it's bad luck, Whatever the case may be, if you don't have a full roster, you don't have a full roster. Right. There's no fucking way that we could beat the Boston Bruins without anything less than a full roster. And that that's reality. But you what, know? but what is crazy to me, and and there was there were symptoms of this. I mean, we all I think we all except for Jeremy picked uh uh Boston. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, you know, they went they went through the they finished second, but they they had like losing records against the playoff portion of the East, right? They yep. feasted on the New Jerseys and the the not even the Rangers, but the New Jerseys and the they actually the, played Boston well during the regular yeah, season. Yeah, but it was but, four, well four four right right, and they won that one against their AHL. Right, good point. Right? So when so, I say they played well, you're right. I mean, that, they, but that was they, the yeah. best they had played. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's a good point. So, but uh, you know, when Boston for me. 
it, it just seemed like Boston's top player stepped up in the mm-hmm. caps. I mean, Ovi's, you know, he, he battles. Sure. But right now, what Ovi is now is a three set three-point shooter who can knock it down from anywhere, and he's got value, but he's not running the break. And he's not creating. Right. You know? and, and, which, you is, know, which is father time defeats everyone. Sure. But his compete level is always there. He was dangerous as hell. Uh, had four points in five games. He's still right at his career average, basically a point per game playoff performer. Backstrom was non-existent. Clearly hurt. Right. Carlson was clearly hurt. Yep. And again, revisionist history, right? I said it right here on the pod. If Carlson is going to be as inept as he's going to be on the power play, which is his biggest asset... If he's not jumping up in the play and he's an offensive threat, why the fuck is he out there? Right. And we didn't even see TVR in the whole series, and that's a guy that can actually play defense defensively. You know, this is where I I really like Laviolette. I like uh, uh, the professional approach. I like all that kind of stuff because there was no excuses. They never hung their head, and they played hard the whole time. They just got outmatched, and I don't think the coaching staff did quite enough to use the the assets that were you know available to them at the time. You know, yeah. Again, revisionist history. It's easy to say it after the fact, but with as inept as Carlson was on the blue line, he wasn't bad. He just really was a non-player. We needed guys to be players, and right. and it just wasn't there. You know. Well, I mean, Boston, Boston deserved to win. Um, I think clearly by game three overtime. That was as one side as an overtime as you can see. Like yeah. it, it went into double overtime, but damn, right. it was like eighty percent of the game was played in the cap zone, and they were firing shots, and it was basically Samsonov. I mean, he gave the game away at the end potentially, but he also had forty saves. And if it wasn't for him, it would have been over in the mm-hmm. first five minutes of sure. the overtime. So sure. So they have they have some soul searching though. I mean, the, the Caps have some because obviously, and you can break off the stats. It's broken. I mean, the the times of oh, well, we we're still a championship team with this roster. I don't think so anymore. I just really don't think so. Well, I think that's going to be the real argument here in the off season. Is the core good enough to continue to build with free agency and some young talent around to win? I'm pretty. I'm convinced that it is not. Now, during a regular season, I get it, man. They'll they'll they'll, they'll make the playoffs easy. They'll probably. Be, but when you when when the shit hits the fan in the playoffs. It, the core guys are not the are not the guys we remember, and that's you know I think the question you have to ask for every single person on the Caps roster, the rebuild is here. Is this guy worth his contract? And if he's not, then he's a potential thing you can try to move. Yeah, because I think they need to well, get younger, let, and they have young kids at Hershey that are pretty. Well, good. that's just it. So let, we'll get to the quote unquote rebuild because I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna tailor that word the way I think it fits into the modern-day NHL. We'll get to that in a minute. But, but Jeremy, what, what game do you think that this series really turned? I think it was a, it was a game three, third period, when they didn't get the, you know, get the goal and they hit two posts. If yep. they get one of those, you know, we're probably still playing. So Yeah, the first three games were coin flip games. Yep. Yeah. And Boston got two of them. Well, you're fucked now because you're not the healthy team. They now have taken home ice back. They've got the better goaltender, and you couldn't let them take – stranglehold of that series and right. to boston's credit they did and, and they, they just finished w- them off and they they got worn out it looked they, like they did me. i they mean did. they were the heavier team but man hey man a- look kudos to, to nick dowd hathaway and Haglin. they those guys were fucking beasts but when they're your best line yes and uh, that that just shows you all you need yeah, to know they, they did enough <laughs> they, they they did great all right so here's the stats i wanted to tell you jerry in the last 20 playoff games for the caps since winning the cup their record is six and 14 
They give up three goals a game. They only score 2.1 a game. Those numbers are, those really aren't close numbers. A team that I would argue is built very similarly to the Caps would be the Pittsburgh Penguins. Their last 19 playoff games, they are 4 and 15. Yep. They give up 3.2 a game and score exactly the same amount as the Caps, 2.1. So I think you've got some soul searching within the division, as you just alluded to. What's your, what's your real identity and where are you going as a franchise? I, I said I was going to bring up um, the rebuild. I don't think you have to blow it up in hockey and rebuild. And the reason I say that is most first-round picks are not immediate impacts. It's very different than other sports. It's a little like baseball in that regard. Right. You've got to be a little yeah. more patient. They're basically not. Unless you're picking first, second, or third, there's no chance. Right, and, and it depends on the year. And even that depends yeah. on the year. So you're, the, the, the picks are going to be three or four years away. It's exactly. not even part of the conversation. Which is why I think Jerry brings up a good point about the youth that we do have in Hershey. Mm-hmm. I think Alexiev is a legit blue liner in the yeah. NHL. And apparently and McClellan even addressed it specifically. He said Faravari, he's there. Yep. Now. He said Faravari yeah. is ready, and yep. I think Alexiev is – He said he was close. He's, he's very close. Um, he could be a flight guy where he yeah. spends a little time in both. I personally think McMichael is more ready than they think he is. I just think they're afraid of pushing a, a guy who's a little bit smaller in stature up. Well, I think, I think also between you know now and October – He's got time to get even more ready. Yeah. So, well, know. again, he led the he led the Bears in their truncated season in the AHL. He made the All Star team for the AHL. Obviously, this guy's a pro hockey player. Right. <laughs> and 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 is it time to get ready to go? Because if you're going to get younger, you're going to need to shed some salary, and you can't just go out and grab people. Well, that's that's what I'm talking about. Rebuild. It's salary. You know. Obviously, look. You're going to have to pay Ovechkin what Ovechkin's going to be paid. Yep. Right? I mean, they're, they're going to work it they, out. There are, I, it, this goes contrary to what I'm about to say. <laughs> I, what I say is if you're not worth your contract, then you got then you got to be looked at as a person who's potentially either traded, moved, or whatever to try right. to, to try to create cap space, which we're talking about one of, you know, f- my favorite players. Right? Yeah. You know, I mean, Oshi. Let's not, you know, Oshi is a candidate to be exposed. But I mean, they said they're not going to. They Th- say they say they're that. not going oh, yeah. to. Why would you say it now? The only right? people that thought he was a candidate were dorks who look at numbers and don't know what they're talking about. Well, they, that's and, me. And then this season <laughs> happened also. Yeah. So, but that, that's me. I don't me. think he's available at all. I, that's me. I mean, he's, what, 30, 34, $5.7 million cap hit, and it's that's, only going up? Yeah. I mean, and that's he— nothing. That's something when you could have. I mean, Enough you could get top six guy. So I think the I yeah. think the real mark of where this team's going to go. I don't think they're going to do anything huge. I don't think there's going to be more than a piece that goes out. I think Kuznetsov is gone. I, and to me, that's that's the piece. If if they find a way to move him, whether it's in the expansion draft or um, whether they actually get somebody to take that salary, I think you'll you'll see them saying, "We like you. Thank you for your time, but we got a cup." And you were a big part of that cup run, and now See, it's time to move on. I think you expose him. You basically swap him for Oshie right there. No, yep. why do you do that? Well, though? because because if if you can trade him, you'll do it before that, and then it's not even an issue. But right. if you can't trade him, then you expose him, and you don't have to worry about that slot. I mean, same with Ovi. You don't have to worry about that slot later because he's not. Don't sign him until right. afterwards, and you're fine. Save that slot. I think, I th- I think what I'd be looking to do is trade Kuzi and expose Oshie, and you can get. You can clear off a ton of fucking cap. Yeah, room. I mean that's eleven and, and plus that, mil right there. That's your rebuild. I'm now, not exposing Oshi. I don't think they're going to expose Oshi though, and the reason is um, he was a bit of a late bloomer by hockey standards. So even though he's a little bit older and he plays like a bat out of hell, 
I think he's got some years left on it. He's my favorite capital. Currently? More yes. than Tommy Wilson? More than Tom Wilson. By the way, you had some interesting things to say about Tom Wilson in your uh, drunk texting foray. I can't night. remember what I said. <laughs> so, uh, I other than, ha- said, other than happy I, birthday. I, I, oh, yeah, I said that on Facebook, too, because I looked at it the next day. I'm like, I was pretty profound. I, didn't, I couldn't even complete a sentence at the time. <laughs> Like so, I will say this. I believe you said who took Tom Wilson's balls, oh, okay. and which coach told him he wasn't allowed to hit anymore. Okay, and I, why are we a bunch of pussies? Yeah, that <laughs> I didn't put that on Facebook. I said, when is Tom Wilson going to start playing like Tom Wilson? Right, but uh, no, I mean Oshie is my favorite capital. First of all, he's American, right? Facts. He's and he's an like an uh, Olympian hero, mm-hmm. and he's a good dude. And Holly loves the pictures of his family. On oh yeah, I dude. Mean, I mean, he's like he's the a all great Amer- guy. Like, dude, he's like the all American boy. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. like the one guy I'd want on the podcast. Right. <laughs> with that, you would said, actually think we were funny. With yeah. that said, it breaks my heart, but I would seriously have to consider because you need the cap room. Well, every you sport, can find another guy who can do his production. Right. No team that mm. banks on nostalgia ever does anything good in sports. Right. So I get it. But you you have to you have to let the guys who got you there got you the cup. You as an organization you have to figure out who you're going to protect that's part of that quote unquote core, whatever you want to call, you know, how important the core is. You know, the core is 14 and 5th. What, what, what's that stat you gave since the cup? Well, this is 6 getting, and 14. That's the core. Yeah. Well, if we're doing that, we're get, let's get rid of Ovi and Backstrom, too. I mean, why not? Can we expose Backstrom? Sure. If you want. I mean, you can. If, why not? You can. Uh, actually, you know what? No, I think he actually has an NMC. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Never mind. Which is why he's not being mentioned. Okay. So getting back to the, the, the we playoff got, fallout we, real quick we again. Gotta, we got to be a little bit cutthroat. I, I, I don't disagree. Yeah, a little bit. but I don't disagree. And that's why I think the major cutthroat piece is Koozie based, uh, <laughs> based on his upside and his talent level. I just I don't see yeah, – Backstrom ain't going anywhere. Ovi's going to resign. I think McClellan – McClellan's a pretty honest dude, by the way. He is. He's he, brutally honest. Yeah, because – Did you hear his answer you, on – On Kuznetsov? He was like, yeah, well, look at all options. I mean, He's I like, well, that, fuck, that fucker's well, gone. Well, he basically goes – he goes, yeah, it wasn't, uh, wasn't a great year. And he goes, and that wasn't the first time this has happened. So we got to look at it. I'm like, shit. Yeah. Well, the thing you know? is, he also followed up by basically – he almost, to me – I don't know if you said this before or after that part of the statement, but he said something along the lines of, well, you know – one of the things we really need to look into is how much COVID affected him this year. Because you said he was our best player in our cup run. Those were his words. It, it, it was. I think that was his polite way of saying this was a fucked up year. And I don't. Um, we have to look at the COVID thing. I, I don't think he, he I, I, personally for me, I don't think he tested twice. I, you know I what I read I, into that was? We yeah. have to look at how COVID affected him, meaning we have to look at why he's continuing to be yeah. an asshole. Right. Well, I know. And I completely agree with that. But also, so I don't know if this is I'm stealing Jerry's thunder here, but it's like, okay. Well, is he an asshole, complete asshole that doesn't deserve to be on this team because he couldn't follow those protocols, or the lack of having to follow those protocols make him less of an asshole? I don't know. I, but, I, he's obviously an issue. Yeah. And, and he's, he's just not living up to the billing. So post-cup um, post run in 2018, when all of them were doing their, uh, their victory laps around D.C. in the summertime and having a great time, what a great fucking summer that was, um, he said something along the lines of, they said, uh, you know, do you think you'll ever win, you know, league MVP? And he goes, I, I, I don't know. He goes, I, I, I think I'm good enough. He goes, but you have to play hard for 82 games to do that. Well, he, he said you got to be a pro for 365 days a year, and I'm not up for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and at, at first I'm like, oh, that's fucking great. This guy's awesome. Now I'm like, yeah. this year pissed me off only because I don't like to get emotionally charged when guys fuck up, but it's like 
he completely fucked up all the guys that were working their asses off. Yeah, because he could have really made a difference when they needed him, and yeah. he just didn't. So what do you think he would garner in the trade market? <laughs> if no, somebody's willing to, uh, to take the entire salary, I think you're probably getting a – uh, an AHL player and a pick, maybe. If that's what you're getting, they better take the whole salary. Yeah, I mean that's, that, that's that, you know. to me that's the biggest thing is because he's what just shy of six or just north of six. Well, like seven point eight. Seven point eight. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. That, that, I mean, yeah. that, somebody it, taking the full salaries. Right. Enough, so if you, know? you don't, if you don't, um, if you don't get proper value for him, then, then just expose, expose him. him. Yeah. yeah. To get rid well, of the salary. Yeah. And when yeah. you expose him, they might not take him. But the thing is, this, this they is, might though, because that's a that's a one C for them. And again, to me, that's I. I don't, you know, I don't hate it. I don't, I don't mind that idea at all. It's because he has not, at least from a, you know, a fan's perspective, he has not earned, uh, or he lost the that respect or that benefit of the doubt. He just did, and so this is where you just trust in McClellan. If he does think, hey, look, this was just a rough year. He hated this stuff with COVID. He was kind of rebelling. Yes, it hurt the team, but he will help us going forward. I'll still look to trade him like a Verana. You know, in terms of I get value. If not, you know what? No, yeah, maybe he's overpaid by two or three million. But that's the whole thing. Is like, it's not like you just get rid of him and you save eight million. Well, you still got to replace him. Right. So if you if he can still play at a sixty to seventy point level for eight million, that's a little too much. But it's not a lot too much. Yeah. So no, I, I can live with that too. No, you. Your point is well said. There. I mean, we look at the number. I look at that number, and I'm like, that's absurd. But like you said, I mean, if he's a 65, 70-point guy... But you can get two dudes for Not him. for 70 points, though. Not for 70 points. That's a lot yeah. of production. But let's take that off the table for a second. He hasn't fucking produced in a long time. Nope. Yeah. With any modicum of consistency. So what was he this year, 29 and 41 or something like that? He's just... He he's been, I mean, he, there was, there was, he goes in waves. There was a stint there when he was on fire. Absolutely. And he goes in waves because he's that talented. But that doesn't mean you have to succumb to what might be with the talent. I, I always say this in sports. It's a business, right? No good team can ever, you know. You just can't pr- revel in that, no. that guy won us a cup. Exactly. But at the same time, if you can have a guy in his prime and you have the cup, I think that, that gives the front office a little bit more leeway to be more cutthroat, to Jerry's point. I just, you know, if McClellan I, I, came I, out and said, hey, if he did what Jerry just said, and he goes, you know what, guys? Oh, she's beloved. I know Kuzi won us the cup. Can't afford him. They're going the other way. You, you'd have a, a, a part of the fan base would, would get all riled up. Yeah. Then you go, hey, shut the fuck up, all right? We no, won you, a cup. You, <laughs> no, it's, it's life. You let them get riled up, and then you then you bring some new dudes in, and exactly. then you start, you know, you went, you go start five and one, and then everybody's excited again. Right. Right. I mean, everybody loved Jay Beagle. Right? Sure. <laughs> he was gone. Right? Everybody loved Holpe. Every, you get over it, and yep. yeah. But also, those guys were going to get a lot more money somewhere else, and that's you know. Sure, I hope, similar, man. Yeah. If I could go back in time and um, revisit that Holpe, he didn't get paid that much. And I saw some article today when I was researching this that he may be exposed. Yeah, uh, did he not chance. have a good year? I don't. I didn't really follow. Well, you only protect well, they, they were, one, and well, they, they had Demco too. So yeah, they were, and Vancouver just wasn't very good. Well, they were terrible. Yeah. You know, um, could we get him back on the cheap? Mm. I don't, I don't know if I'd want that, but I don't know if he'd want that either. Yeah, wow. I, I'd I'd like to see a full season of Samsonov and Vanacek, no COVID. Let those guys roll and see what you got, and figure out which one of those guys is really going to be your one. Almost like we did a, a few years back with Varlamov and Neuvert. Yeah, where exactly. You were like, well, we really have a one A and a one B. They can both do it. Let's figure out money wise, health wise. Pittsburgh you know. Pittsburgh has the same sort of scenario oh, here with dude, with dude. Dude, their bad. last two games against the Islanders, yeah, they completely dominated, yeah. and lost both games. Yari's a bowl of shit. Yeah, dude. yeah. 
Gary but, but, had a worse turnover than Sam Sonoff. And did you see the game winner in in, in, the, in game, game five? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but they have George, George told me before the series he goes Yari fucking sucks. I'm yeah. like no he doesn't. Well, they have a uh, they have a um, a decision to make with Malkin, right? Mm-hmm. Great guy. I mean, great like you know legacy. Uh, big guy when he plays, he's good. But he's just never fucking available anymore. Mm-hmm. And he it gets, gets frustrating after a while when you're missing fifty percent of the goddamn games. And as big and strong as he is, he disappears in games, man. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so, hockey's tough. You're not always going to get points. Not everybody's McDavid. Right. <laughs> and but, even if you are, look what happened to them. But, yeah, but the caps, <laughs> the caps and the pins, you know, for the last decade have been the premier matchup with the premier stars, and they've they're now aged. Yep. You know, Crosby's obviously not going anywhere. He'll finish in Pittsburgh. Ovechkin's not going anywhere. He'll finish in Washington, because he is the one guy who is transcendent of of the of the hey if he's not earning his money you got to cut him or you got to you got to look to get rid of him but you know he's going to get he's going to be giving you you know there'll be milestones that that bring money into the caps right and likewise with Crosby I think you're right yeah, both and, those guys like are, I, are worthy. and like I said you know he, he before you got here Jeremy I said he Ovi is a set shoot three pointer mm-hmm. you know he can shoot he can knock him down and he has a role He's not. He can't create anymore. I mean, he can create. Don't get me wrong, but like his his hand eye movement is amazing. He'll pass the puck when you don't you don't even see where the guy's open, but you know, it's his legs. He just can't move like he did, which is father time. But he can have a role. I'm just saying, you need some other dudes to take the take the next step and now take the lead, not take the C, but take the lead. Yeah, and it's. It's not Kuznetsov. I just don't believe in him anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I, don't, you, I just don't believe in you, him. Well, right now you can't. I mean, how can you? Right. Right. So you know, and there's shit we don't even know. Right. I right. mean, <laughs> there's shit that we don't, that they've been putting up with, and but the the record and the failures, they're not coaching. It's we've had two coaches with two different systems that we keep losing in the first round. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously the personnel. They're not good enough. So Ted should have paid Trotz is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, we should <laughs> Actually, did you see that chart that Japers put up, though? I didn't. He said basically the last 15 cup winners, uh, the coach, the average tenure with that particular team was 2.7 years. And he said the drop-off after year four with every one of the coaches that hung on was, like, meteoric. So he's what basically like, he goes, in the end, this is a fancy stats way of saying coaches have a short shelf life in the NHL. How long Trot's been here when he won, though? That was his fourth year. It was only four? Mm-hmm. But I'm, wow. but I'm yep. thinking, like... That. Like if you look at the lines, right? They got huge names, but you know Backstrom was non-existent in the playoffs, right? Eller got hurt. I get it. He was playing. I mean, he was he was the he. I think he was your one C, right? They they he put was him. the fucking key to. He, right. I've said this for a long time. He's got two C talent who accepts the three C role gladly. And when you have a healthy one and two C, you basically roll out a third line that's dangerous but if every you, single night. If you get rid of Kuzi, right? I would assume Nick goes up to or Nick's your one C, Ella's your two C, yep. and then Mc, uh, Connor or not yeah, McMichael. McMichael comes in at three, and then Dow stays at four. I would think McMichael might be your two, but you know he's more offensive than Eller. Yeah, and he's going to get easier uh, easier yeah. minutes, especially at home. Yeah. yeah, I mean it depends. Laviolette, especially with the way this fourth line is, he really didn't have a typical third line. The fourth line is the checking line. Yeah. So you you do give that third line with Eller the toughest other minutes, no question, mm-hmm. when you can against Bergeron, whomever. Sure. 
But um, and they're so, good at it, and they're great at it. Yeah. So I I do think you know McMichael would slide right into you know Dacuzzi's spot, being you know one slash two and Backstrom's the other one slash two if he's ready. So, Todd, do you do you expose Carlson? I don't think so. No, hell no. Um, he's just <laughs> too he's too valuable when he's healthy, and people can. People can laugh at him, and he looks he looks dumb de dumb de dumb. You know, he's got that dumb look on his face. A few defensemen can do what he can do in this league. You know, more doing it because that's the way the league's going. But he's done it now for a long time. I think he's fine. He do just you expose Orloff. No. Okay. No, no, do you no. expose? Who do you expose then? I don't oh. expose Orloff, but that's the one I wouldn't be as mad at because I swear that guy. I mean, everybody said he was the best defenseman in the playoffs. Maybe he was, but I that's because everybody else played that guard. Well, he gave away two goals. Well, one definitely, probably two. So, I mean, I don't know how he's the best. Now he's a giveaway machine, but he's um, also he's, he's also the best. As hell. I mean, he, he's he's the best skater we have on the blue no line. No question. You know, and it's hard to hard to replace that. Yeah. I just I have a hard time getting rid of guys that can skate like that. It's Get like, rid of who you expose, Dylan. Yeah, I, I would what? probably expose Dylan or Jensen. Well, he definitely exposed Jensen. Um, I mean, but don't you keep Carlson, Orloff, and Dylan? Carlson, Orloff. I thought Jensen played better in this as contract. Or do they keep Kempney because he's no, no, no way. I mean, he's practically dead, and he's only and he's only got two like a year or two left. <laughs> he's, anyway. he's right. He's um. I mean, and you got to you, you got to bring the kids. Yeah, yeah. got to bring the kids up, right? You just named two kids. That yeah, should Yeah, Farivari and uh, and Alexia. TVR. Yeah. They signed yeah. resigned TVR. So. I, see, TVR is the guy for me that I, I just I'm still a little bit. Still a little frustrated that he didn't get a sweater in the playoffs. A little bit, but again, who do you give it to him for? I mean, it's like, do you wish Carlson was a little more hurt so you just take him out of the lineup? I mean, I, you know, I, I thought they. I hate the seven D rule unless you have to. I thought game three was the time to go seven D. Our forwards were all banged up. Yeah. You were basically only ro- rolling three C's anyway. Go three C's, four D, four wing pairs. Roll that seventh D, and you only use Carlson on the special teams when you needed him, and then to spell some guys in the in the overtime if you needed a quick snipe or something. You know, I just I felt like TVR was a legit NHL defenseman that didn't get a sweater on a team that was banged up and needed defensive help. Well, that's all the more reason though. I mean, Char is probably I mean he's going to retire, right? I, he's got to. He's um, got to. Yeah. You know, so he's gone. TVR takes that spot. We know Faravari is ready, so he can take somebody else's spot. Maybe someone who gets you know taken in the draft expansion draft. Um, I actually also wonder about the forwards. But we'll get back to that in a second. I mean, because I guess related to me, to me, there's no question that you protect Carlson Orlov. That's just no brainer. Yeah, I, um, I would say so. But then, I mean, is it between Schultz and Dylan? Yeah, I forgot about Schultz. Probably. I, mean, I would probably. Who I makes love the, the guy. most money, Dylan or Schultz? I think I, Dylan. I think Dylan makes more. I bit. love Dylan because of his toughness. But I don't worry about this team and team toughness. So for me, I probably exposed Dylan. He loved it out west. I know he liked it here, likes it here. But he was a San Jose guy, loved it out west. That's where he kind of you know cut his teeth. If he goes back out that way, I don't think he'd be that pissed, and I think he'd be a, a pretty good pickup well, for them. For Avar, if they said he's coming up, that means someone's gone, right? And it's not yeah. Char because they already have TVR, right? So as McCullen sort of tipped it, maybe it is a defenseman that's going to get exposed. Well, no, I mean it's you got to, the numbers are the same. I mean it's seven three one, forwards defenseman. Yeah, you got to you got to expose seven so, forwards I mean, three D. Yeah. Okay, so okay. you're going to protect three D, and you know, and, I, and you only lose one guy. Also, period. Right. One, right. one gets taken, that's it. You're not losing anybody else. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, 
Do you entice them with somebody, a D, so they don't take a forward, whatever it is? You know, because people are talking about that they're afraid to lose VTech because they think that he's he, – I don't know if he's one of the top six or top three that will be exposed or whatever. I don't know how many they're going to take. But I mean, they're talking about that him as a possibility. I don't right. think so based on, you know, the D and the forwards that will be available. But actually, I, I wonder more about forward because you're talking about they're going to have to expose – even if they let if they expose Kuzi, you're talking between like um, Sprong – Sherry, Dowd, at least one of those guys. Now, none of those guys are great players, but they're decent. They got contracts and they're cheap. Yep. So they're the kind of guys you don't really want to lose, and some of them are young, you know. So I'd say that's going to be interesting to me is which one of those they 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 let slide. Yeah. Because I, mean, you know, I had the same thought. I don't know, man. I mean, tough the, decisions here for yeah. BMAC and crew, man. That's going to be. They a, need some cap space. They do. You know? And they do. And and yes, in a normal season, you're going to get that long term IR help. You know, heaven forbid stuff comes up, but. I just you don't want to have to bank on that. Yeah, what well, do you do with Lundquist? Well, he's not. Signed, I know, so. but but he's. Well, I think honestly, around. if he if he wants to come back and they want him back, it's the same situation started this year. Yeah, just will be. It would have been nice to have someone like that in the in the in the crease in the playoffs. Hundred percent. Hundred percent, man. You know, Anderson hey, did his best filling in. Oh, he, he did. He was he, great. He, he did a great job. And I thought Sam Sonoff played well. You know, yeah. He, he kept us in yeah. there quite quite a bit. Well, he was good enough. I heard Lavi today in the junks, and he basically said, "You have to either have a power play that makes up for things, goaltending that makes up for things, or five v five play that makes up for things." And we had none of those. Yep. So the goal, he, I said goaltending was okay, mm-hmm. but it wasn't good enough to overcome those other two things. Power play was complete oh, shit. It was shit. Away. Yeah. Complete shit. shit. Hey, we were watching Game Four together on your drunken night. That was the night you, uh, you know. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. <laughs> You're in Nashville, jackass. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for inviting us to Nashville. The uh, that game, I wanted to get so like angry because I was like, "Oh, we can't catch a break," and then I was like, "We're getting power play after power play. Mm-hmm. We just we can't score." So I was like, I was more mad at us than I was at anything else. Like I wanted this grand injustice that we had gotten screwed, uh, and I'm like, no. "Now I've nah. said it before. I've said <laughs> it again." Someone needs to put out a memo that someone other than Ovi can shoot on the power play. <laughs> or that someone other than Forsyth is allowed to run the power play. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> nothing nothing chafes me more than watching Jensen lose in the well the Jensen losing in the in the corners chafes me. But watching Nick Backstrom take the power on the power play and hold the puck for more than a second, it drives me <laughs> fucking crazy. Because that shit is like you're allowing them to recover if you have them. That wasn't even. I mean, an issue it, that I know night. this from all my hockey experience. <laughs> I, our zone entries and zone entry is getting harder in the NHL. That's been our Achilles fucking is, heel was that, for that, five that years. Game four was laughable. I mean, we just we we never even had zone time. We've got we've got three different co- head coaches in our. We can't get in the zone. It was bad. Except if you play the Cavs, it's like I've never seen anybody have a problem getting <laughs> in the zone. Well, hey, hats off to Boston. They're good. Oh, they're better. Uh, they they're they better. look healthy. They look ready. So we all and, picked them. You know. And uh, except for Jeremy, and and I'm I'm interested to see how that Boston Islander series plays out. I think Boston wins in six. Um, I would think so, but I mean I I'm not surprised because we know Pittsburgh has trouble with the Islanders, but it seemed like it was barely a series. I mean they at least got six games, I guess. But they got six games, and I I seriously thought game five, I thought New York absolutely stole. I didn't think they you know they were even hanging around, but Sorokin was great. Yeah, you know. Um, and uh, was Varley hurt or something? I think so. We just, but we, game, I just can't believe we let Trotz go. <laughs> looking like, back at looking it, man, now how he built that fucking. He just he, he is, is a machine. Just a great coach. He is man. a machine with his system. He knows it works. He trusts it. 
and he goes with it. Honestly, I think Laviolette's the same way, and I'd like to see him. Yeah, you got to give him time. Well, yeah, with a normal year, because I have no issue with his coaching this year. I thought he did a great job. I I don't think he could have done anything different. No. No. I really don't. And I like his his demeanor about it all, too. He's not like, well, we got unlucky. He's just like, yeah, well, we weren't healthy, but no one was. I I think fundamentally and philosophically, we we need to realize the the train is over, right? The cup train is over. That core is not good enough anymore because of age, whatever. And we need to start building for the future. And the future is getting young guys, getting cap space, re-signing Ovi, and hopefully Ovi, hopefully he is like Tom Brady and that he knows he knows his value, but he also wants to fucking win. And he knows he can't hamstring the organization. Right. Well, I'm that's hoping definitely. I mean, we're not going to get the, uh, some kind of full-on hometown discount, but I mean, because like, I think it was even Ruye. Somebody came out and said, "He's like, look, one of two things is going to happen. He's going to get whatever he wants, or he's going to say, you know what? Give me three less, just so you can, you know, spread it around a little bit.' That's what yeah. I'm hoping he does. Like, I, how I'm much do I really so need? And and I think he sort of comes off that way yeah. to mm-hmm. me. I, well, I, I think he's doing his own deal again, right? Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. I think they already have the fucking. Well, Backstrom, uh, they probably do. I, I think Backstrom offered to represent him, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think they already have the deal. I you think know? you're right. And I think they're, you're like, right. They're, they're waiting until after the draft. Whatever. Do you joke? He's like, yeah, we might even get it done at the exit interview. <laughs> yeah. So great. So I think I think they have the deal, um, and I'm just hoping that it's um, you know it's fair, obviously to Ovi, but it's also good for the team because exactly. If he, why he, do you want to stay here even if you're getting milestones and we're finishing sixth? If we're now the Devils, right? It, that's no fun. That's no fun at all. Right. Yeah, I mean, I want to see. I, I I think it still works this way. A part of the reason they gave Oshie that extra year was to reduce the yearly cap hit. Correct. I know we're talking about we don't like that salary as much right now, but if you can, and it's only going you know, up, Jeremy. Yeah, if you can give Ovi, what do you mean it's going up? Well, I mean, the, the, he. I looked at the money; it goes up. Every Doesn't matter. Year. Cap hits same every year. Yeah, cap hit. Is, so it's is five point seven five. Correct. Every year. Yeah. Correct. Um, but so I'm wondering with Ovi, do you give him four years instead of three or five years instead of four? Do you know? And no, maybe he's going to retire for the last one. I forget what the ramifications are of that, but you know, just. Give him, give him the money, give him the extra years so the cap hits lower, and, you know, don't worry. And that last year's a little rough. You know, I don't know. That, that's that's what I'd love to see, but... I, I think they're going to have to get creative. Yeah. I don't know if you do that for a contract this high. That's what you do on an Oshie deal. I don't know if you do that on an Ovi deal. Well, I mean, time will tell here soon enough. Um, and, again, this is a huge offseason for the front office. Uh, it's a huge offseason NHL-wide. You know, we saw it in the NFL, right? Free agency started. You saw a lot of high-priced guys released. NHL's a little different, right, with guaranteed contracts and everything else. But point remains, there, a lot of teams are going to have to get younger, a little bit cheaper, a little bit faster. You don't do that overnight. Yeah. So you have to get creative. This, I think this is the year where you need to use the expansion draft to your advantage, and you need to hope you expose the right guys in the right areas, and they take one of those high-priced guys that you're trying to get rid of so you don't have to fuck around with the trade and deferred salary and any of that other stuff. So, hey, man, they, they, they make the big bucks for, the, for a reason in the front office in these major sports, and it's time to earn it now, you know? Fucking they lost. Yeah. And they uh, lost. Like, the last two, two years have not even been competitive. I actually thought that in game five, when they got down 3 1, I was like, game over. And then we had a chance and we had the goal taken mm-hmm. away. I, I thought when we got it to 3 2, I was like, all right, here we go. You know what? We're going to do a push. What if we get that tying goal yep. with the goalie pulled and then steal one in overtime? Hey, you never know. But it just, it, it didn't happen. It wasn't meant to be. It, it wasn't meant to be. And, and I was okay with that. I wasn't furious. I wasn't, you know, 
Well, uh, and I haven't read as much as I would have liked about the end of the year stuff. And but again, I sort of caught bits and pieces of what McClellan was saying, and he seemed to sort of say too. He's like, you know, everybody had their injuries. Ours happened. That we were lucky all year, pretty much. We didn't. We weren't in too bad a shape. And then it just got us at the end of the year. Yeah. So we just needed a few more days. You know, between you know the end of the regular season, he said, because even the first few games wasn't so bad. But I think you know Carlson and back. I don't know what's up with Backstrom, but he said these guys just could not make it. Yeah, but Dude, Backstrom couldn't move. Yeah. We cannot. We can't. We can't. Can't give excuses to hide the fact it's that not excuses, we're just not any good. I mean, we're just not good enough anymore. Even if they're healthy, they're not going to be. They're not going to beat Boston, and they're not going to beat New York. They, I mean, it's they're just not. It's done. It's over. The well, championship then, is over. <laughs> Put it on the freaking thing and start building for the future. When you say build for the future, I think that's where clear salary. I, I even agree. of even of even of good players. I think you need to create salary, but you also have to. I think you need to value what you really have within the system before you go looking elsewhere for cheaper talent, for younger can talent. Can you can you find someone else who can do exactly what TJ Oshie does for a million dollars less? No what's way. A, what's a million dollars going to do for you? Yeah, millions really right. not going to do it's, much. It's nothing. Right? I think there is not a player on the roster who is elite. Not one. Not one player on the roster who is elite anymore. You hmm. guys think there is. I don't. I don't think there is. I think – I think Boston's top three is better than anybody on our anybody on our roster. No, no, and no. maybe even their their top six is better than everybody but maybe one or two. But I think hockey's a funny sport in that you you only need a top tier guy to become elite in the playoff run. Because if you have an elite guy that doesn't show up in the playoffs, it doesn't matter whether he's elite or not. I don't Timing know, in hockey I've said it every fucking year, Jerry. It do you get good goaltending at the right time? Yeah. If you don't, it doesn't matter. They're one in seven. But Jerry, in the last how, many, eight games. how many years? It's over. Jerry, between 2010 and 2016, we had disappointment after disappointment. All the guys you're talking about were truly elite. We were still bowing out in the first round. Right. If you timing's if everything. you bring this core back, we will go out in the first round next year. Guaranteed. I'm, I'm mark it down right now. You might be right. I guess my point if is if all you do is what, fill in the cracks you, with you're, some young- you're using core as this as this blanket thing. You've said you would expose or try and move on from Oshi and Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov yeah. I would argue it's only you need salary. The one, the one guy that makes I think more than you're ever going to get back in terms of his um, effort, his energy, his his place in the team is probably Kuznetsov. So I think you start there. I think you have to find a way to move on from him. That's just my stance. Anybody other than Ovechkin who doesn't earn, who doesn't, their production doesn't equal their salary has got to be candidate to be gone. And, you're, and you might be right, but you still have to replace them with people. Absolutely. And they're just yeah, not I mean, sitting on a tree somewhere where you no, can just grab them. So, no, I mean, at, at some point you have to, I have to rely on the scouting staff to say, okay, this guy can come in and do. Sure. I can, we can get, for these three players we lost, we can get these five players to come in and, and the production will be the same and they're younger. We can, you know, I, I'm not that guy. Sure. But I know if you bring back, well, I don't know. I believe if you bring back the same guys and just say, well, maybe they won't be injured next year and maybe we'll mm-hmm. hit it at the right time, you're just full. It's full. You're fooling yourself. No, I, I see what you mean. I mean, that's um, something like the Redskins would do. Yeah. You know, you just bring them back for, you know, good old days. And Well, the roster, I think, as it's constructed, can still win games. The question is, can it make a deep playoff run? And that's what they need to look at and be honest with themselves. I'm sure they are. 
I'm sure they're doing but, the same. As and the, it's hard to make those yeah, decisions. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, they yeah. are. They're, they're not stupid people. McClellan, I think he's really good. Yeah. I think he's very and, good. And while I don't think that they're going to do much of the, the, the salary dumping except for a koozie, if, if, they, if they end up moving Koozie, Oshie, and Carlson, I'll get it. Yeah. I, I understand. No, no, I'm kind of with you. I've, I've, the nostalgia of this core that we all kind of really got on the Rock the Red bandwagon with and had those seats for years and really enjoyed everything, we got the prize. We got that cup. Nobody can ever take that away. What's next? I mean, can't Schultz do what Carlson does? I mean, he he can play the power play. He's good, but he's just not. He's not going to play. <clears throat> well, what, 20, what the fuck does Carlson do that? That's special. I don't he, understand. I mean, he's I've, not going to play twenty five minutes a night and be. He's he'll be worse than Carlson who plays twenty five minutes a night. Let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah, we we laugh at Carlson sometimes, but dude, he's a minutes eater and 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 he's solid and he's more than solid. I mean, offensively, he's elite. You say we don't have anybody elite. He's the one guy that can still put up elite defensive numbers. I mean, he basically should have won the Norris last year. Yeah. So I just think we overvalue our, our these guys because of their names and what they mean to you. Well, I mean, I mean, if they were that good, we wouldn't be one and seven in the last eight to, games. To an extent, but at the same time, it's it's the whole what what do you really do? I mean, what are you benefiting by getting rid of them? Yeah, it'd be great if Carlson made six instead of eight. Wonderful. But I mean, what are you going to do to replace it? I mean, talk about elite. Edmonton's got two of the top, what, eight forwards, six forwards in the league, and they couldn't win one game in the playoffs? Right. I'm, right. I, yeah. So, I mean, it's it, it's the balancing act, like Todd said. I'm looking back to the cup run. Obviously, age is a difference, but what what was the biggest difference? Kuzi showed up, Yep. and you had guys like DSP, who are essentially dime a dozen that you just have to figure out who it's going to be year to year that, that make a difference. It's got to be the timing. It's got to be right. So you have to get to the playoffs, but then they you were younger and faster and more athletic yeah, and all that yeah. shit, right? I mean, and, and they were and they were the year before, and it was yeah. a disappointment the year before. And it's about hit. timing, man. You got to get it right. Yeah, and just, and yeah. no, you know. but they do need to be younger. It would be great if let's say if you could have somehow Faravari, Alexiev, and McMichael play seventy games next year, that would be amazing. That'd yeah. be incredible. That might that be would. enough to save you some money to go get another piece. Yep. And then and then you you know. To me, on a, a pretty good roster, four you know four guys at eighteen, that's a pretty big turnover. Um, oh yeah, on a, on a on a team that's pretty established anyway. It's a really and good point. That's something I I would like to well, see. That, that's a little bit of pipe dreams. I think two two of yeah, those guys would be great. That Three would mean Kuznetsov's gone. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's gone. So, and then some one of the defensemen that. Well, one of the defensemen probably either gets traded or maybe maybe he goes in the expansion draft, whichever yeah. one of the ones. And then that's the one of the pieces you probably need to fill. Although, really, if you're talking TVR and, and Faravari and Alexiev, yeah. you don't really need anybody else. And that's kind of my point. I think um, that's where Jerry's going with it is if you can find a way to shed the right amount of salary, then what you do is you give yourself a little room there at the top. Right. And then you, you pepper in the young guys and you, 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 you have your focus on – that quote unquote core is still Ovi, Backy, potentially Oshi, potentially Carlson, a few of these other guys, Wilson, um, Eller. Like, you've got some serious vets out there that can still fucking play some hockey. What do you put around them? What, what you know, what, what do you put in the soup to make, to make the spices well, work? The top line, I mean, they, they clearly just didn't show no. in the playoffs. And that might, that's two years in a row. Again, I put a lot of that on Backstrom. Whether it's health or whatever else, he only played what one or two games last year. So, True, correct. But but again, health. But how many how many playoff series? Backstrom has been a workhorse in the regular season. I can't remember a playoff series where he was just like buzzing with health. 
I agree, except that the two that stick out to me, one's a concussion, one's a broken finger. Those I, aren't... I, I don't disagree those with you, aren't Jeremy, like but... Age, it, it, I mean, that has nothing to do with anything. That could happen to anybody. Yeah, but the best ability I mean, is availability. Brock Nelson's got a let his knee. He's not uh-huh. playing for the the you know Islanders, and they still won their series. The, you know, it's like if, if it was a hamstring every year or something, you know, I guess, you know, because Eller had the groin. And I guess I'm not saying know. it as a knock on Backstrom. Yeah. I'm just saying it as it's a repeated thing, and every team goes through it, and every team has it. If you don't, if you don't have, you can be as elite as you want to be. But if McDavid goes down in the playoffs, you're fucked. So well, it's like somebody was, I don't know where I read it. If it was Twitter or whatever. Somebody's like, "Well, Schultz couldn't stay healthy." He was like, "Well, he took a puck in the mouth." I mean, I don't know if that's like really an indictment on him, is it? Right. You know, it's those kind of things. I just, I, I don't know if I can. I mean, yeah, you don't want it to happen, but that can happen. The next person that comes in, I just sure. don't. I don't know. Yeah, and that's where organizational depth has to come into play. I mean, of course, he's not available. That stinks, and that's that's a valid point. But it's just like, again, it's not like, you, you know, it's because he's out of shape or something like that. Right. Um, it's not not because he's like koozie. <laughs> well, the, the Falcons have just put out there through their, through their media guy that they have a first-round offer for Julio Jones. I'm calling major bullshit on that. They're just making shit up because nobody's offering what they want. So they're trying to create a bidding war. And you probably got a first round in 2025 offered to them by like New, yeah, England, right. they, New England or something. Yeah. They didn't. They, they're not getting a first round for his. Well, just because he said, country. I'm out of there on well, national no, radio. His, his age and his contract. I mean, that's yeah. just. I mean, he's a yeah. good player. I mean, yeah. wrong. Well, no, but no, you know, he said on national TV radio, I'm out of there. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out of there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. I, Sorry to interrupt. No, no. I mean, I think we've exhausted we what we're going to talk about with the death. Caps and, and free agency, the expansion draft. That's going to be exciting this summer. It's going to be interesting to see how this roster looks in September when they come back to camp. Do we know dates on uh, like when you have to leave, put your uh, protective list out and things? I think that's going to come up here in the next couple of weeks. Probably right after the Cup final. I think it's right after, yeah. Um, so we're looking late June, early okay. July. Um, so as we sit here, you know, again, NFL training camps, I mean, they're only, what, six, seven, eight weeks away from starting starting that stuff. They've already had a bunch of OTAs, yeah, right? Um, so I think that's going to kind of be the next thing that piques our interest because baseball is boring as fuck, unfortunately, right now. Uh, hey, Nat swept the O's, so somebody's probably happy. Yeah, but I just told Jerry, I was like, the Nats can't I didn't can't even know they played <laughs> until I came home from Nashville. We took the Metro. By the way, never take the Metro. Oh, to I uh, thought, to I, National Airport. Yeah, um, it's the worst. Well, once twenty years ago, we were all, we were on there going down. It was like ten in the morning, and some dude uh, came up to me and was like, "Hey, we don't Tali and I are the only ones in the cart. Uh, hey, man, give me some money, motherfucker." And I was like, "I don't have any money." And then he starts like rapping, but uh, yeah. you know, then he walked by me, and I was like, "He's gonna come back, right?" So I was like, "Let's get the fuck off the train." So we got off the train, <laughs> and then got on the next train, and then two homeless dudes got in a fight in our car. <laughs> And I was like, this is, is this what the Metro's like now? I haven't been on it in a year, right? Since yeah, everybody's losing their mind everywhere, man. <laughs> everybody's crazy. Um, but when I, when I returned, I was like, you know, I want to get out of here before the Caps game, right? Because mm-hmm. it's going to be a madhouse. But I kept thinking, I forgot it was like 5,000 people. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, but it was flooded with Orioles and uh, Nats, Nats fans. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, I guess they played. Yeah. I didn't even pay attention. Yeah, so Nats can't hit, Orioles can't pitch, and uh, it's boring. Um, so that kind of sucks. Um, really, I, I think we're going to hit the, the the summer doldrums of sports here very quickly. Sure. You know, can I also say something about the Washington football team? Yeah. They let Morgan Moses go, which yep. I'm not terribly surprised about. Oh, I'm surprised in, in this respect. He plays a lot, and he had a seven point eight million dollar cap hit, and and he 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 plays through pain, right? 
But I always got the sense he was kind of a pain in the ass to deal with. He hmm. was kind of a diva. Okay. Complained a lot. Um, and so I really wasn't surprised when they when they drafted Cosme and then they signed that Leno guy. I was like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. right? Well, now we see why. <laughs> but so they cut him to save seven point eight. But I don't understand why you're playing your guard eighteen million dollars. <laughs> he can't get through. Well, that's, that's, that, why, that's what that's we're going to do. We're gonna have it. All right. So that's at the forty-seven minute mark. Yeah. All right. Next week we're going to see just, what's the over under. It on. is amazing <laughs> that you cut a tackle for salary cap reasons of seven point so eight. As million the dollars. summer goes on and there's less and less really fun sports to talk about that's going on, we're going to have to talk about college football coming up, the NFL coming up. He's going to get on a Brandon Sheriff kick every single week, and it's going to be my favorite part. It's going to drive me crazy. He's going to have a growing pool like week one. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's okay. You put on LTIR and sign somebody else. Yeah, right. um, oh, no, shit. But, uh, Give the franchise yeah, tag again. It's, it's, it, <laughs> no, it is interesting, though. And I, I think one of because where they set themselves up, again, they're at tons of cap space, like you know, third or fourth yeah. in the league. And we talked about, you sort of alluded to it actually earlier in this pod. We talked about it a couple months ago, and they sort of started to do it. A bunch of guys are getting cut June 1st, right? Yeah. A yep. bunch of guys. Well, Oh, I think it's going to be a bloodbath next week. A couple week. of them are coming here. Well, you're also re-signed. you gotta, you got to re-sign John Allen. Now yep. you yep. may actually have the ability to re-sign Payne I know. and Allen. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Mean, they, they got, what, I forget the guy's name now, the, the safety? Um, or was he a nickel corner? Um, the from, dude uh, from the Dolphins. The Dolphins. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, he's, but, he's, a fr- he's a French player. His, yeah, and his but it's almost one, nothing. His hits one point six. It's yeah. like what? The- yeah, <laughs> no, I, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to get. They they still need linebackers. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, absolutely. I think they're set on the line in terms of depth. I think. I think. I they think. Are th- too. I, yeah. I I think they're set at wide receiver unless some steal comes up. Right. Right. I'm waiting for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Here here's my theory. All right, let's tease next week. Here, tease it. Here's my theory. All right. The Redskins, or Washington, if they score in the 20s with this defense, they should win 65 to 70% of the games. Right? Just get just get to 20. Last okay. year they were at 16 or 17. So you're talking 10 and 17, or 10 and 7 in the 17 Yeah, 10 games. and 7, something like that, right? If they get to 25, they're going to win 13 games. Wow. That's a bold statement. Yeah, with this average defense, 25, I could see 25 that. points, can you yeah. – if you if you could score three touchdowns in a field goal that way, but I'm, I'm sitting here trying defense, to dispute it and I'm having a hard time with this defense. Yeah. this defensive front, especially if you can get a lead and expose that pass rush, I'm telling you they are one quarterback away from being a favorite. If they could get, a do you stud, think they believe it's Ryan Fitzpatrick? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think they could think Ryan Fitzpatrick can get him in the 20s consistently. Right, he could also then throw them out of the games. Yeah, right? that's true. But he's a lot better. I mean. I love the story, but the, the the Washington's quarterback situation last year was the worst in the league. Oh, by they far. Had, they had and the nobody. numbers support that. They had one nobody. Of the worst in history. Right? <laughs> it was so bad that when Taylor Heineke came in and played good, it was like, we got to sign this guy forever. He's the next freaking Steve Young, right? right. That's, how, that's how starved we have been for competent quarterbacks. I nailed it. So now, I think, you know, we were. It's not like this defense was like the Steelers of old or the Ravens, right? They were yeah. just. They were dominant in some games, and they could, you know, they held Russell Wilson at twenty points, and they did all this. Stuff. They also got gave up thirty a bunch, but now they have better linebackers. Mm-hmm. They have some more depth, and their defensive line remains the same. And they're Not gelled. They they gelled in a, in a, in the system. Yeah. I think we will have. I think John Bostic will be replaced this summer mm-hmm. um, by some June post June one cut, and they will be better. And if they could just get into twenty, if they could score in the mid twenties, I think they challenge. The Cowboys. For I think the, you're probably for the, right. I, I think they absolutely do. I think you're right. Um, and I think the thing with Fitzpatrick is 
you know, I, has he really been in a situation in the past where he didn't have to try to go win the game himself? I don't know the yeah. answer to that. I don't know the answer um, either. And, but he, that's, he shouldn't be in that position in part because of this defense. Here's what I know. I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants to play in Green Bay anymore. You can't come out and say what he's, you say. He's made that abundantly clear. About yes. you, you can't say, I don't like the people there. That's like something you can't take back, right? right? They should give whatever they need to give other than Chase Young to get Aaron Rodgers. I'd, I'd say, here are three first-round picks, and here are three second-round picks, and you pick a player on, our, on our, our roster that's not named Terry McClure and Chase Young, let us know. Have at it. Have at it. Hmm. Because no matter who you lose, I don't care if it's Montez Sweat. You're like, oh, shit, we just, I like Sweat. We gave up all that. When Aaron Rodgers throws four touchdowns a game, <laughs> holy shit. I mean, could you imagine? I'd even go to a game, and I wouldn't ever go to a game if you paid me. Not down there, that shit. If, if they get Aaron Rodgers, I expect you to be at a minimum of three home games. I would never go to – no, no, no. Well, yeah, I, I got to see if they win first. I got to <laughs> see if my theories. <laughs> All right, I'll drop it down to two. I'll give All you right. a few weeks, too. I'll get your feet wet. Do you think the Ravens make a play for Julio Jones? Hmm. That's, that's what's that's going – that, that they're in the they, – they're, they're rumored by the media to be in the – I mean, if it's, if it's not a first-rounder, hell yeah. I mean, because he has a – that's Even if it is a first rounder, yeah. well, nah, but, if, but it's a, it'd be a late first rounder. That's yeah, that's my point, late. you know. Well, I mean, you were saying that they they didn't get that offer. Is all I'm saying at this point. So I don't if, think they yeah. got that. Off. I think there's just. Um, but if it's ba- if Baltimore offered that, I don't think I have a problem with it. Except for it's sort of contradictory what I've been saying that it almost doesn't seem like the receivers matter. I'm with you. So but, that's that's. But, my but Julio Jones is a different ilk. Yeah, true. Ho- well, hopefully he would be. Hopefully Lamar would. I, you know, who knows? Oh, why. I think. Um, <laughs> how do you not? I mean. Scramble around and then throw it up. And throw it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, but I I don't know, but I'm I'm kind of with Jeremy. Um, I'm not entirely sure that Lamar likes throwing to the outside. Mm-mm. Unless it's like deep down. Because, you know, like every once in a while, Brown will go deep. It's usually a post. Mm-hmm. You know, like he likes throwing in the middle of the field. Yep. That's the sense I get. And I think Baltimore's saying, why am I going to spend all this draft capital for something he's just not comfortable doing? Right. And the thing is, I, I like Lamar. I like Julio. I think it would be awesome. And maybe Lamar still is learning a little bit. Maybe he'll look better this year. I, I don't know. But he's got this the is talent. the last year on his rookie right. contract because they're going to have to break the bank for his ass yep. next but year. But does he still have the fifth-year option, or is he already on that this yeah, season? Yeah, I think he's got the fifth-year option. But if you want to see too. a pissed-off quarterback, <laughs> yeah. let that guy play under a fifth-year option Yeah, no with shit. no long-term No, this is a big year for him. Not only do they need to perform, it's going to be 17 games. He'll be the it's next quarterback division. to say, I'm not playing anymore. For and, and this is a hard – see, this is where even getting a, a, a win in the playoffs prior to this would help a little bit, just take the pressure mm-hmm. off. Because now you got this gauntlet of a 17-game season. you got to make the playoffs, and that's not easy in the NFL. Now you got to fucking win. This isn't like you're not the Cinderella story anymore. Right. You're not, you know, oh, he's the MVP. He was a well, bad this loss. Is, this, this is it. This, this is, is it, year. man. This is yeah. a big, big year for him. Big year. All right. Anything else you want to talk about this week? You nope. want to talk about popcorn on Russell Westbrook's head? Or <laughs> no, I don't care about that. That just that 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 masks the fact that he once again doesn't step up in the playoffs. <laughs> well, I mean, look, good on them for making a run and, and finding their way in, but they're just not even close to competing with Philly. Maryland, West Virginia time, three thirty. Three thirty. I wonder how Mitch feels about that. I know he's glad it's not noon. He hates the noon home games. Yeah. Um, so three thirty, and then Howard is seven thirty. It was a 7.30 game on Big Ten Network the following week. Um, 
Their uh, uh, Illinois game at Illinois is 9 p.m. On Friday. On Friday. Hmm. And, then and then the following week is Iowa on at Friday. home. On fr- is it the following week or is there a week between? I think the following week? If it's not the following week, it's like a buy in there. Gotcha. But I, I think it's the first back four weeks back. are successive. Friday night games. Yeah. Well, I keep telling my, my friends at West Virginia who think that Maryland is going to be an easy win. I say, <laughs> watch the Texas games. Right, Loxley's a terrible coach, and and West Virginia has better talent up front on both sides of the ball, and they're probably a better team. But Maryland plays their first game of the year; they're always come they always come out firing. They do, you know. They got a lot of firepower. I still the jury's out on the defense. The defensive line to me doesn't scare anybody, or doesn't it doesn't. I don't sit there and go, "Oh man, we got a chance this game." But we got a lot of firepower, and like you said, in the first game, if it's forty eight thirty five. And you know and who doesn't Tua, have a lot know? of power, firepower? West Virginia. West Virginia. Yep. They got a really good running back. They'll be a three. three. I would be stunned if they didn't sort of milk the clock. Mm-hmm. And they have a really good defensive line. Right. And a really good offensive line. So, mm-hmm. and just start wearing on them. And oh, it's going to be fun. The countdown starts. And I don't want to be there at all. Oh, you're going to be there. You're going to either sit with us or Mitch. It's done. No. Done deal. This. Wings, beers, and tears. Jerry's going to sit with us. It's done. All right, boys. All right. Anything else? No, sir. All right. Well, wings, beers, and tears. Till next week. Peace. Later.